0: Hey, beautiful, welcome to the Pineapple Principle Podcast. I'm Sherry Steele, your host, and I'm excited you're joining us. I want to help mentor you to be all Christ has created you to be standing firm, suited up in your armor, owning your identity in Christ, or as I say, owning your crown and loving like Jesus. If what you hear encourages, uplifts, and makes you want to dig deeper into your relationship with Jesus, Make sure to subscribe wherever you listen and follow us for more encouragement on Instagram at Pineapple Principle. Now for today's show. Hey, 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 you all. How's it going? I am so excited that you are with us today. I pray that you are having a fabulous day. And I just want to say a big thank you. Thank you to our loyal listeners loyal, I'll get it out right, listeners who listen every week. Thank you for those of you who this is your first time listening to the Pineapple Principle podcast. We hope that you will join us again and that you'll hit that subscribe button. And I want to say thank you to our Instagram community. We are loving, loving, loving getting to know you guys and just talking and spreading the word about Jesus and about being a Pineapple Principle girl. And I am super, super excited about today's episode because we have my soul sister Leslie. Leslie and I have a lot in common and I love her dearly but today we are having this deep dive conversation about her struggles with body shame and how the Lord has taught her to love herself just as she is. So you know I hope if that is something that if you're struggling with it I am hoping and praying that this conversation just helps you to realize how wonderfully and beautifully that God our Father created you. And that is something that you too can overcome, that you have the power to think positive thoughts about yourself and to know how wonderful and amazing that God created you. And he created you that way for a purpose. So now for my conversation with my soul sister, Leslie. Hey, Leslie, welcome to the Pineapple Principle podcast. We are so excited to have you with us today. Um, Just give us, tell us about yourself. And I always like to ask, what was one thing that you like to do as a teenager? And do you still do that now? Well, thank
1: you for having me first and foremost, Um, but a little bit about me. Um, I was born and raised in Miami, Florida, now living in Orlando in full time ministry at a live church as the events coordinator. Um, so I get to put together just the most incredible, fun events. We just had our women's ministry event, Pio. So I just love to be creative um, in that avenue. And then something that I did as a teenager that I still do is I get my nails done. Feet and hands, it's just something I prioritize. You, go girl. Right you go, girl. You go, girl
0: cute. <laughs> um, hey, I call a pedicure therapy. Like it is. It it get, is. I go, sometimes I'll go get me a cup of coffee um, and I will just sit. I don't, and I don't, you don't have to talk to me. And that's what I tell them. You don't have to make small talk. Just, just let me sit here. And it's like <laughs> therapy for me. It is. So I love it. I love it. Um, speaking of that women's event that you um, put together recently, That is why I have you here because the women's event prior to this one, a few months back, you and I were on a panel together and it was the first time I heard you open up and share your story. And I was just like in awe of you and your, um, how vulnerable you were and how you opened up your heart. And you were talking about issues that you had had with body shaming. And, um, so I would love for. That's what. That's why we're here today, because I want you to share that story like you did then.
1: Yeah, for sure. Well, that was actually the first time I ever shared that story ever with anyone. Um, definitely, like my sister, best friends knew that I struggled with just body image, but I've never opened up. Um, but the feedback that I got from that was like, so many women came up to me and were like, hey, I'm so glad you shared that. I struggled. My family, there's so many things in my family that, you know, has been talked like, basically people have said about me. And so basically what I had shared was that um, from as early as I can remember, probably around middle school, um, I just always had the idea in my head that I wanted to change my appearance. And so specifically through, you know, surgery to change the way my body was shaped. I even was to the extreme of just like, I hated the way my earlobes were shaped and I wanted to change those. I hated the way my feet look, I wanted to change. So it was almost this self hate to say like just the way that I looked, I wanted to change everything about me. Um, and definitely, I know that started just because of early on, people always had an p- opinion or comment about the way that I looked. And so mm-hmm. specifically for me, it was, okay, you're too heavy. Um, you need to lose weight. You need to stop eating. You're gaining too much weight. you're too heavy. you need to, you need to just shed some pounds. Um, other comments would be like, hey, you're, you're shaped you know, too square you need more curves. And so just from as early as I can remember, somebody always had something to say about my body. Um, And in turn, that really just created this huge insecurity in me that insecurity in me where I thought, Oh, I'm not good enough. I'm not pretty enough. I'm not beautiful enough. I need to change the way that I look um, to feel good about the way that you know, who I am.
0: So what um, you struggle with that for a long time. Mm-hmm. how like how many years would you say you struggled with that from middle school till when how
1: old were you when I, uh so probably i can remember around sixth grade seventh grade so i think that's like what 12 mm-hmm. 13 is that i could remember having almost panic attacks in my living room um to my mom saying i hate the way i look i hate the way i look um and then up until honestly 23 22 22 Um, So I'm 24 now, about to be 25. So 22 is when I realized, okay, something has to change um, because the reality is I could get all the surgery in the world and I could lose all the weight that I wanted to, but it was something deeper in me Mm -hmm. that was causing this insecurity. It wasn't my physical appearance um, because I've lost around 17 pounds now since, you know, know, 23 to now or 22 to now. And still, you know, it's an inside work. It's not an outside. Thing. So
0: what what did you do to to make that inside work happen? Like what did you do to start working on yourself? Like what what was that aha moment that you realized? Okay, I got to change, and this is what I need to do.
1: Um, well, I realized that there was a reoccurring theme um, in my life where it'd be like, oh, I'm gonna lose a whole bunch of weight because uh, I'm just not happy with the way I look, and it was just a common thing. And then I would try to go down that road, and then it wouldn't work. The workout plan would fail. The diet would fail. And it was like, okay, no, I got to do it again. So I had to come to that moment where I realized, why do I keep on going down this same path of trying to like change something about me with this almost extreme way, extreme method of work out every single day, don't eat anything bad. um, And that just never worked. And then also, you know, I have a twin sister and she grew up the same way, you know, with, you know, family members speaking about Mm -hmm. just our appearance and stuff like that. And she was like, you know, Leslie, and she's just so wise. She's like, we can't keep doing this. Like, you can't, because she'd catch me, you know, we live together. I'd look in the mirror and be like, oh my gosh, I look disgusting right now. And she's like, you cannot speak that way to yourself. Um, and so she definitely was uh, of a person that came in and helped me kind of realize, okay, the way I'm speaking to myself is not healthy. Um, and then I just, enough was enough. I had to, I think maturity comes and I started realizing things like, okay, this person is saying something about me, not because of actually the way that I look, it's an insecurity maybe in them or her in them or the way that they were raised. Mm-hmm. So those were some things that really got me to that aha moment. Realize that you
0: were uh, created uh, beautiful in God's eyes. He created you. He, he, he created you and he created you perfect. And I think a lot of times we uh, get in our heads and we don't realize that when we're putting ourselves down like that and um, even though other people have shamed us and made made the situation worse, we're just feeding off of those lies from the enemy and that he's using other people to um, discourage us and to make us not love ourselves.
1: So, so true. Um, yeah, I love that too. Ooh, sorry. Oh, go ahead. <laughs> I was going to say, because, you know, th- those things helped with the aha moment. But the only thing that helped me get through that was being, you know, to figure out what God said about me. Yes. Um, and to bring him into that, that insecurity, that, that mental struggle, you know, the Bible talks about renewing your mind. Like even to this day, it's been two years, you know, so to speak. And it's a constant thing where I put on an outfit. I don't like the way it looks on me and me not going back to those old tendencies of saying, Oh, you're just ugly. Or you need to change the way that you look. Um, so it's just a constant renewing of the mind and to renew your mind, you have to know what the word says about you, what God says about you. And I love how you brought that scripture. Cause it's like Psalms, um, Psalms 139. And I always encourage women to just meditate on that. Yes. Cause he says, he made you fearfully and wonderfully, you know, marvelous are his works. And yes. so when he looks at us, he's like, you are marvelous girl. Yes. And so you got to know what he says about you to redefine who you are.
0: Yes. Is there any other like scriptures that you meditated on or focused or maybe um, I don't know, like I'm big on hanging up scripture or putting them on my phone screen or on my watch screen. Um, is there any type of um, is there any other scriptures that you use that kind of helps you to remind yourself of that?
1: So those were my two main, the renewing of the mind and then Psalms 139. I'm a type where I'm like, I need to keep it simple for me to memorize it. Cause if I try to bring a whole bunch, it's just gonna be like, oh, wh- what was the scripture? What was it? And it's it's fine if you have the memory like that, but I'm like, my memory's so short. <laughs> you gotta <laughs> keep too. it as simple as possible. I'm a one bullet type of person. Girl. The devil comes at me. I'm going to shoot that one bullet, one song 139 devil, get back. <laughs> <laughs> you, I said before, we are soul sisters.
0: We are because I have been <laughs> the same way. I've never been good at memorization. I remember we had this huge, uh, like, I don't know, Shakespeare thing or poem or something. Senior year, I was supposed to memorize and I had to go up to the teacher's desk and she was like, okay. And I was like, didn't, didn't do it. And she was like, what? And I was like, didn't even stress myself out. She goes, you're taking a zero. I said, yep. I I, I did not feel I'm like not I could try. do it. I'm not even going to try. And that's probably not good of me. I should have tried, but I was like, Nope. Mm-mm. I got an A in everything else. You nope. Do. You could give me a zero in this. Cause I've never had a good memory. Like I, um, my cousins will say, well, do you remember when we blah, 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 blah. And I'm like, Nope. 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 <laughs> not at all. Like, um, and I feel bad sometimes cause I know I'm repeating myself or somebody tells me something and I forget and I hate it, but I have always like, I don't know. There's just something, there's some part of my brain that, so I'm like you girl, shoot that one scripture, that one bullet, that one, that one, <laughs> that one. As as you have one. Yes. I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. Amen. Come that's, on, That's <laughs> my main bullet. That is my main one. That'll get you through a lot, okay? It can. It's generic. It'll get you through whatever. (laughs) So um, you, by the way, are, I want to just say, you look fabulous. You dress fabulous. I know you are... uh, just someone that everybody admires in our church, uh, because of the way you dress and the way you look and just (laughs) your beautiful smile. And you, you are gorgeous. And I'm glad that you realized just how gorgeous and how perfect God made you. I'm glad you overcame that struggle.
1: Thank you.
0: Um, quick question, uh, unless do you have anything else you want to add?
1: No, that's, that's it. That's That's it. it?
0: Um, Mm -hmm. I, um, we always end the podcast with a fun question. I was a reader, still I'm a reader. Um, and I had a few books as a young girl that like I loved, um, in my middle school, high school years. And they were, um, a, uh, little women, a wrinkle in time and the secret garden. So I want you to pick one of those titles and I'm going to ask you a question kind of based off of that book to end our podcast with.
1: Okay. Let's do the secret garden.
0: The secret garden. Okay. So mm-hmm. have you read the secret garden? I always ask.
1: No, probably not. Does that
0: <laughs> sound is familiar? It, like the garden of Eden? I don't know. <laughs> no. So the secret garden is about a little girl who becomes an orphan and she has got a bad attitude, like bad attitude, just in a bad mood. Just, she's just like somebody you don't want to be around. And she starts working in this garden at her uncle's house where she goes to live. And it kind of, it's like therapy for her. It kind of changes her attitude. It brings her around. So my question to you is when you're in a funk, what is your go-to thing that you do to get you out of a funk?
1: Oh, this is probably not good advice at all, but let me tell you a target run. (laughs) it will solve everything it will solve everything i know i'm like you probably go to worship and bible yes yes but a target run just walking you don't have to buy anything just walking down the aisle it just does something for me girl we are soul sisters because (laughs) yes
0: Yes. Like I could go in and get back in the day when it used to have a snack thing, I would get an icy or some popcorn and I would just go up and down every single aisle. I would look at the end caps. I would, I would literally go up and down every aisle. And a lot of times I wouldn't buy anything. And then sometimes I would grab something on (laughs) clearance, but yeah, like one time I bought, um, I found a really cool lampshade that I liked for like $4 and I didn't I was like I don't know what I'm going to do with it but I like it and I'm buying it it's $4. Yes, you can and then I w- use it. Yes. And well then <laughs> I went back like I don't know within a month and I found this really cool lamp on clearance for like $6. So I got this awesome lamp for $10. So Ooh, that's yeah. A steal. Yes. Yeah. So yeah, I am all about. I say when I get to heaven, it is going to be a super target because Jesus loves me the most and I am God's favorite child. And so heaven is going to be nothing but one big super target. And I am just going to spend all my days in Target.
1: Listen, I am with you on that. Lord, you're hearing us super target.
0: (laughs) I love it. I love it. A target run. That is like it, it is. It's good therapy. It's right up there with the pedicure. It is, it is, it is, It My is. Ma- makes me happy. Um, <laughs> uh, but anyways, girl, thank you for sharing your story because it is, it is so, and that is something that I think a lot of, young ladies deal with is not mm-hmm. feeling good about themselves or their body or the way they look and all the little nuggets that you dropped about renewing your mind and knowing who God created you to be are so important and those are things that we truly every single one of us even as a as a grown woman who is a mother and grandmother sometimes i yeah. i do i forget that and I, I forget who he has created me to be because i get in my own head And I forget what the word and what he says about me. And I have to remind myself that, you know, he created me for in a certain way and a certain purpose and a certain reason, just like the not having a good memory thing. There's, you know, Mm -hmm. it's okay. There's a reason for it. There's (laughs) a reason for it. It's the way he created me. But anyways, thank you, girl. Yeah, Thank you
1: for
0: having me. I um, love you. And thank you for sharing your story.
1: Love you. Thank you.
0: We hope today's show encouraged you and gave you a few aha moments. Most importantly, have you digging deeper into your relationship with Jesus. Make sure to check out the show notes for any scriptures or books we mentioned. If you love the podcast, please share it with a friend or on Instagram and even tag us. We would love for you to leave a rating where you listen to podcasts. It helps others to find us. We would also love to know who our listeners are. And you can do that by finding us on Instagram or our website, pineappleprinciple.org. Until next time, keep your armor on, own your crown, and love like Jesus.